If you have been listening to the WW Bro podcast for the last month or so, you know I have been using intermittent fasting incorporated in my wellness program. The app I've been using to achieve that, which I get a lot of questions on social media, is Fastic. Fastic has 25 years of fasting experience in the team. Fastic is the perfect companion or guidance to a healthy lifestyle. The app helps achieve your individual goals with personalized plans, motivation, and supporting groups. Fasting is a better alternative to diets. Fasting is a lifestyle. Fasting comes natural for our bodies. Back to the roots. Losing weight is a positive side effect of fasting. Far more important are the long-term health benefits. Download Fasting for free on Apple or Google Play. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 137 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m., holiday, no holiday, 8 p.m., Facebook Live. As always, though, the podcast is available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes, and please don't forget to five-star rate and review I love reading those reviews. I love seeing them. I love posting them on social media and bragging about the absolute best podcast listeners out there. And if you guys missed it last week, there was a bonus episode, and those are always available at patreon.com slash podcast. Become a member, and you have access to all the upcoming live bonus episodes as well as the backlog of bonus episodes. And you'll also see a 40-minute never-released stand-up set that I have on there as well. Just another reason to become a Patreon member. You could follow the podcast on Instagram at Podcast, and you can follow me on Instagram at, at ComicAnthonyD. I forgot my own Instagram handle there for a second. Funny, because I'm always on Instagram, as my brother said. Uh, as you can see, I'm wearing, if you're watching live on Facebook, I have my Islander jersey on, my Islander hat I am excited for tonight. The Islanders start game one of the conference finals. First time since 1993 that the Islanders are in the conference final. I was 13 going on 14 because then there was no pandemic, of course. So the games were played in April, May, June. I was 13 yet. Didn't become 14 till August, but it was that summer uh, of my 14th birthday that the Islanders made it to the conference finals. And they did so the other night, which was awesome. I was at my brother's house. Uh, basically all weekend. It was an awesome uh, weekend. I had an extra day off for Labor Day today. Beautiful weather here on Long Island, too. It was warm during the day, nice breeze at night. And Saturday night was game seven. And my brother put up, he has an outdoor big screen projector. And he put the Islander game on there, which is awesome. Sat in the backyard, had a, a couple of cigars, watched the game, watched the Islanders win, dominated the game. They won 4 nothing. But it was funny. He's like, you got to use your phone because I don't have NHL on mine. And then he goes, wait, I have NBC Sports. He goes, I'll put it on mine because you're on your phone every two seconds. And you're probably going to want to be on your phone every two seconds. But he was right because I was posting pictures of the, the big screen and everything else that was going on. And it was at that, that night uh, for dinner, he smoked a bologna. 
believe it or not, you can actually do it. They call it Tennessee Ribeye. He found it on his uh, pit barrel page, and he smoked a bologna, and I, I brought my own food, and and that's the thing, I, again, I've talked about it here on the podcast before. Just because you're following a program and maybe sometimes you can't eat the things that are there, it doesn't mean you have to miss out. Just make your own stuff, bring it. What's really important is that you're hanging out with everybody, having a good time. That's what's the important thing you don't want to miss out on. So that's what I do. And I had my fantasy football draft on Sunday. And I did the same thing. I knew I'd be there for three hours. I'm doing intermittent fasting, so I, I'm done eating at 6. So they called for the draft to be around 2.30, which I always know guys are coming in and out. Everybody's setting up probably about 3 o'clock, and it was. Three, it was three hours, 3 to 6. Now, I stopped eating at 6 o'clock. So I knew when I was going, I had to have my lunch, my dinner, and a couple of snacks in between. And they they made a ton of food. Um, my brother's friend Rob hosted the event, and he made steaks. He made, I think they had bratwurst, and it was just a lot of good food was there. Potato salad, the sides, French fries. It all looked good. It all smelled good. And yes, I can have that. That's I'm not saying you can't have it, but I am on a mission. I am on a quest for this scale to continue to move down. And to me, that at the moment is more important than being like, oh, I fit it in, I had it. And then if the scale doesn't move, being like, well, I I adapted to the situation, which you totally can, and everybody work your program the way you want to work it. Right now, I am not willing to make those sacrifices. I am not willing to be like, okay, I'm going to be able to eat hamburgers, hot dogs, potato salad, french fries. Even though it would probably fit into the points that I get, I'm not willing to do that right now. I, for me, I need this scale to keep moving. And I had gave myself a small goal. You know, my, my friend uh, Lisa, you can follow her on Instagram, Lighter Lisa, when she helped me out with my macros and calorie counting and really explained everything to me, I was fixated on getting the 225. And she's like, well, get to 210. When you get to 210, then, you know, if you do fluctuate, you will be in a range where you're going to be over the 200 mark because that's what I was getting to. I was getting the 200. I was getting the 200, and then I was slipping down. It's like I was almost like I was on maintenance. I was staying within that 200-pound range to to 190, and it was just the 10 pounds I was playing with over and over again. So 210 was my next goal. And it's okay to give yourself a small goal because there's – you're gonna have to hit it anyway. You're gonna go. I'm gonna go. I gotta go past two ten to get two twenty five. So two ten was my next goal. And today I weighed in. I was down three point four. And I'm at my my mini goal that I gave to myself. I'm down two ten point three, which uh, it, it feels great to crush another goal, especially one that you know you give yourself and seems so out of reach at one point. When I was fluctuating between 190 and 200 down, I, I never thought I would see this. I, I was beating my head against the wall. I didn't know what I would have to do to really get that scale to move down. And I, I just, I never gave up. I kept pushing forward. And I discovered other things that I'm incorporating into this. I'm incorporating intermittent fasting. That's the first thing I started. Actually, no, it was calorie counting. Calorie counting came, then intermittent fasting, then macros. So, it's, I, I, you know, I'm doing WW, calorie counting, intermittent fasting, and tracking my macros as well. 
And I don't look at it as four different things I have to do. I look at it as four tools that I have in my, on my belt to help me get to where I want to be and to lose weight and to feel great and to feel healthy and to be the, the best, you know, the challenge cheesy, but the best you can be. And that's what I want to be. That's where I wanted to be. That was my goal. My goal was not to get to a point, you know, maybe one day it will be when I'm in maintenance, but right now I'm not about, you know, fitting in things that, that aren't, the healthiest of foods for me right now. I, I need to stay on track. I, I need to be on track because I need this scale to continue to go down because I have a long way to go. And I don't see anything stopping me from achieving those goals. No matter whether if it's a party, it's an event, I can plan around it. I can have my, I can make my own plan and I can just be happy being around, hanging out with people, doing my own thing. With that being said, um, you know, last week I did have a gain. I gained 1.6 last week and I wasn't worried about it cause it wasn't weight. It wasn't real weight. It, it was definitely uh water retention from lifting weights for the first time in almost six months. And I know that for a fact, because every time I would stop going to the gym and go back to the gym again, I would have a gain that first week and I felt it in my muscles. I, I felt like, and I didn't feel swollen. Like I was bloated, I just felt my muscles retaining water from from just, you know, weightlifting is, is tearing your muscles and they, they fill with water to build back up and that's how you build muscle. And I, I felt it, but it felt great. It felt great to be back in the gym. It feels great to be back in the gym lifting weights. I mean, I hate wearing the mask in the gym. I think it's it takes away a little bit from my productivity as far as things I can do and maybe lifting because I'm not breathing as well as I, I should be with a mask on. I don't care what they say. It's, it's, it's not comfortable. And again, like I said, my sister-in-law wears it all day long at the hospital. She's a nurse. I don't know how she does it. I give her a lot of credit. And if she can wear it all day long, I can wear it in an hour. I'm not complaining about that. All I'm just saying is the productivity during my workout suffers because I have that mask on. And I, listen, I, I take, a lot of drinks of water so I can move the mask and, and get some air in there as well. But I, I don't do cardio uh, at home. I mean, at the gym anymore. I do that strictly at home. And I, I my new routine is, and actually I get better workouts this way. So there are positives that come from negatives. When I'm at home, I just strictly do cardio. And every other day is cardio weights, cardio weights, cardio weights. So I just focus on that. So I, I put in a full workout on each. And I'm happy with the, the the results of that and how I've been feeling because I do, I love lifting weights. It's really a stress reliever for me. It's my favorite workout to do. And it's important to find things you like if you're working out. I mean, why, why do it if you're not going to enjoy it? It's the same thing when you're planning out your meals. Why plan out your meals if you're not planning out things you're not going to enjoy just because they're healthy? Now, before I was talking about not eating like, you know, potato salad and French fries and things like that, it doesn't mean I wasn't eating things I don't like or I enjoy because I was. It just fit better into my plan. And the same thing goes when you're finding an exercise regimen. You have to find things you enjoy. Because what happens is if you're doing something you don't like, you're not going to do it much longer. It's going to become boring. It's going to become an obligation. 
something you feel like you're doing out of, you know, that you have to do it. And that quickly becomes something you don't do anymore. I know that from experience with every aspect of it. You know, I, I did workouts that I hated in the past and I've done, you know, diets that I've hated in the past. And you have, and again, you have to find that thing that really clicks with you and pushes you forward. And for me, that, that that's weights. Um, and I'm not a bodybuilder by any means. But I just enjoy the the feeling I get from it, the way my body feels. I feel I respond to it positively. Um, and, and I, you know, and I, I, the only regret I have is I waited so long really to get into it and really to to try it. But again, we all have our insecurities about going to a gym and about things, especially when you're heavier. I was 200 pounds heavier than I am now. So going into a gym was a lot of... Uh, a lot of anxiety and, 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 and insecurities with it. And, you know, I remember back, this is, this is probably, I was, wasn't as heavy as I was when I started here, but this is going back like, I'm going to say 15 years, maybe more. When I first I went back to the gym, this is almost 20 years ago, actually, a little over, a little about 18 years. And I remember I got a book called Body for Life, and it wrote out, and it's still kind of the program I use today, and it's still kind of the the weight regimen that I do today. And then I used to write everything down into a book. Now I kind of do it on my phone and with my own head, knowing where I was last time. Um, but I used to write down my, my sets, my weights, and everything. And I remember being in the gym and looking over and seeing, you know, a couple of guys that were very, you know, they were built. They were looked like they belonged there. And um, not saying again, and I'm saying that you'll know, guess what I'm prefacing the story. Um, people that when you think about the stereotypical guy at a gym, these are these guys, and they were they were making fun of me. They were pointing and laughing. I heard you know you overhear things, and you could tell they were you know laughing at me and joking around that the big guy is writing his stuff down, and and you know they're just being bullies and whatever. And but at the time, it bothered me. I didn't want to go back. I didn't go back for a while. But now I don't care. I seriously. I mean, I go to Planet Fitness, so it's much more acceptable, you know, and it's much more of a comfortable place to work out. But here's the thing I got over very quickly. Is that if somebody is sitting there and they're going to make fun of somebody, they're going to point and laugh at somebody trying to take care of themselves as somebody trying to better themselves, then they have a bigger problem than you have than just with your weight. You're battling weight or whatever. They have a bigger issue, and it's in their heads. And no matter how much muscle they build, no matter how much they look like they belong there, that's not going to go away. That's not going to change. So never let anyone get in, get in the way of you getting healthy or trying to achieve a goal. Because... It's just stupid. It really is. And they're stupid. And I look back at it now and I was stupid for letting that happen. And I don't care now. I mean, all shapes and sizes, you know, are, are there for the same reason. And, you know, what's my friend Nick said it today to me on Instagram. He sent me a message. He was at the gym. He said, trying to lose 
or trying to gain. It's about dedication and putting in the work when it seems like you're stuck in the mud. And it's exactly, I, I couldn't say it better myself. You know, I think back, you know, the scale wasn't moving, but I didn't stop. Yeah, I didn't stop just because the scale did. I kept on pushing through. I kept on finding new ways to go about this. And when we let outside interference, it's, it, listen, it's, I, it sounds easier than it is. I mean, I remember I have that, that memory of being in the gym and listening to those guys snicker at me and whatever and point and, and I didn't go back for a while. But where'd that get me? It got me to 583 pounds. Which my, which my buddy comedian John Ziegler pointed out was heavier than Andre the Giant at his, at his top weight. He called me, hey, I want to let you know that you were bigger than Andre the Giant at one point. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's exactly not really what I was going for, but... Um, but yeah, that's where it gets you. It, it, get, it doesn't get you to your goal. It, it, you got to keep moving forward. You got to keep pushing. And because I, I never stopped and because I refused to just give in and be like, okay, this is it. I had my best month in, in August that I had in two years. I post at the end of every month how I did for that month. Because I really go by as far as judging my, my weight loss month to month, because things can happen each week. Um, I noticed the last two months I, I had gained. I had two gains in a row, and that wasn't going to be acceptable anymore. I, I, the scale's got to be at the end. I mean, I could deal with gains during the month here and there, but I need that scale to go down at the end of the month. I need that number to be in a negative, and it was. It was I lost 95 in the month of August, which is the most I've lost since August of 2008. When I think it was like 8.6. And I can't remember the last time I came close. And I think it was even longer than that. Then I had something past nine. And it motivates me. It pushes me to do even more. So that's why in the beginning, what I'm saying I choose not to indulge in other things during the week because I have, I have that goal now that I'm setting for myself for September. I want to be at least 10 pounds down in the month of September. It's a lot. I understand, especially being on a weight loss program for over three and a half years. It doesn't move as fast as you want it to. But I'm pushing for it, and I'm going to work hard for it. And guess what? If it doesn't happen, I'm still going to be down something. And that's the positive of it. It's, I'm still going to be down weight. But it's good to have these goals. It's good to reach. It's good to push yourself, especially after you've been doing something for a while. It's good to shake it up. It's good to get things going again. I would love to have a double-digit loss for a month. Actually, I haven't had that since I first started in 2017. I didn't have it all in 2018 and 2019's when things really started coming to a crawl at the end. And this month, I mean, this year, this is the first month I really put up really solid numbers. Just to give you a little uh, side by side here, I lost 9.5 in the month of August. 
For a total of 2020, I was down five pounds from start to finish because I've had gains in months. So that just puts into perspective where I'm coming from here and where I want to get to. Now, 225 is my next goal. Overall, I want to be down 225. I don't think WW has any more charms left, though. I've got, I think they don't have me up to 200 anymore. I'll have to make my own. Oh, they'll have to start giving me 25 pounds again. They'll have to start giving me all the other ones again. But I do, I do have that goal in mind of 225. That's the next one. My other September goal is 20 workouts in the month of September. Not hard. Very doable. It's four workouts a week. The seven days in a week, I can get four workouts in. I tried for five last week. My body just shut it down. It was not happening. I've been working a lot of overtime. Uh, my day job, I work at a generator company in the service department. And if anybody lives on the East Coast, you know about the, the storm we had in August. And I'm still catching up as far as billing and, and getting people billed out and, and just the backlog of work that happened because people started making appointments like crazy that were booked out in the middle of September. And I'm just trying to catch up on all the paperwork that came from, from the storm. So I've been working late. So I've been going kind of burning the candle at both ends, which is good because I'm busy and I'm, I'm not, I don't have to think about food too much. You know, I bring all my food with me for the day. I bring my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, my snacks, and I don't have to worry about anything. I know when I'm done with work, I'm done with eating, and I can just plan for the next day. But I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to work out. So by Thursday, I need to sleep in, and I did that. And then I start all over for, for the weekend. But 20 workouts is very doable. It's four workouts a week for the month. And again, it's, it's another goal that even if I don't hit it, what if, what if I got 18 workouts in? What if I got 19 workouts in? It's still, that's, that's still moving my body. That's still doing something positive for myself. So just because you give yourself a goal and if you don't hit it, it's okay. It's the effort really that, that matters more than anything. It's the work you put into something. And I know that I'm not going to hit 10 pounds down this month, at least if I don't get those workouts in. Because now my body's starting to really feel the benefits of, of, of lifting weights again and getting my cardio in. And I feel like right now I am on the best regiment that I've been on in my life. You know, we always try to push ourselves and how does it get better? Here's the thing. When, when you're doing anything, not just weight loss, when you're doing anything for a long period of time, You have to work harder to get what you got before. It's not going to come as easy in the beginning. You have to work. You have to work that every year. You have to work. I found out you have to work just that much harder. But I know now as hard as I'm working, I know if I want this to continue, I'll have to work even harder for it. And I'm okay with that because the results of this for me are just a, a healthier life, a more enjoyable life getting to do things that I never thought I'd do before or again. So that's what I get out of this. And that's why I work so hard and that's why I'm so committed and and dedicated to this. Because it's, it's what I want. So, you know, sometimes you have to do that. You have to ask yourself, what do you want out of this? And what are you willing to put in for it? You know, I had, to, I had to realize that I needed to add other elements 
into my WWE weight loss journey that weren't there before. You know, I got to a point where, you know, I had to look at my calories. You know, the algorithm with WW and me being a bigger guy gave me a lot of extra points that I, I can't eat because I, I'm, I'm going to gain weight. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not staying in that range. Uh, I get 70 points or 69, I think now, 68. Uh, I, I got to take a look. Let me just, and I'll double check right now, actually. This way I'll give you the actual update of what my point total is. I'm on green. I don't know what anybody else is on, but I'm on green. I still get 70. 70 daily points a day, and I don't come close to that anymore because I'm counting my calories. You know, in the beginning, it wasn't an issue, but the more weight I take off, the healthier I get. Uh, my body does not, you know, you can't handle the food intake that you, you could, you know, even 50 pounds ago. So I started, so that's where the calorie counting came in. When that kind of stalled, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try that intermittent fasting. That seems pretty interesting. And the more research I did on it, the more it kind of sounded, it was, first of all, it sounded very doable. And it's, for me, it's not hard at all. Um, I have my ranges. And I stick to it. And then came the macro counting, which has, I think has been all the difference for me. I think I was getting too many, I was eating too many carbs before. And you know what? Not even bad carbs, fruit. You know, like they always tell you on WW, fruit zero points, but it's not free because there's still a caloric value to it. You're taking in calories. You can't just eat unlimited fruit. And I was eating a lot of fruit, more fruit than I should have been. And that's what this has been as well, is helped me keep track of my carbs because I, I, I love carbs. And we all do. I mean, carbs are awesome. <laughs> I mean... They wouldn't be bad for you if they weren't so good. I mean, that's the carb carbohydrates are amazing. I love carbohydrates. I wish there could just be a, a carb diet. The opposite of keto is does that exist? What, what are the, I want to be carbo. That's what I want to be. That's the new diet myself. The carbo diet. But as Donna says here, zero points aren't zero calories exactly. So that's what I was. I was taking more. And so I just adjusted and I just found something that worked for me. And that's what all this is about is finding things that work for you. Everybody's different. Nobody is the same. So to mirror something else is not going to, we have to find what works for you. What works for me might not work for you and works for you might not work for me. But that's also one of the things I've loved about doing this podcast and having different guests on. People sometimes don't like when I have guests on because it doesn't, you know, you're not getting all about me and my weight loss journey. And it's not something that's about weight loss. It's, I have other people on from all facets of life because I, I, I like that variety. And you might get something from somebody else who's not even doing a weight loss journey that you might pick up that you could apply to that. Like when I had my buddy John Ziegler on as a comic, yeah, he's been, he's, he's been in the fitness industry his whole life, but his drive and dedication to things, that's what I was trying to get to. And my friend Brian McKenna as well, who's a comedian, his drive and dedication towards comedy, you could put that towards your weight loss. Because it goes hand in hand. To get successful at anything, you have to put the work in. And if you're not willing to put the work in, you can't really complain when you don't get the results. Plain and simple. 
with that being said, I uh, I put a, a little post up on Instagram today. A couple of, couple of questions from, from listeners. I said, if you have any questions tonight, I'll, I'll go into that before we end the podcast tonight. And I got a couple of questions here. Uh, the first one is, I would love to address this one right off the bat. I got a question here. Is the podcast for brother men only? No, absolutely not. This podcast is for everybody, every single person in the world that wants to listen is more than welcome to listen. It's not a, a man podcast. It's not the man show. This podcast is for anybody and everybody. I have people that aren't even on weight loss journeys that listen to this podcast and get something out of it. Like I was saying, it goes both ways. Motivation, hard work. It, it works in every facet of life. It's called the WW Bro podcast because I'm a guy. And a popular hashtag with guys on WW is WW Bros. So I figured, hey, I'm a guy, I'm a WW Bro, and I have a podcast. It's just lack of, <laughs> really, I guess, a creative name. But no, this podcast is for everybody. Um, here's one. This I like this one. Nothing to do with weight loss. Favorite thing about the fall season? Absolutely, it's the weather. I love the weather in fall. Um, I love that it's still not, you know, warm, cool at night. I just I like hoodies. I like my, it's like hoodie season. Um, coffee to me tastes better in the fall. I, that's weird. But I, I just, it's football comes back, baseball playoffs, hockey, you know, it's just, you get all the sports, fantasy football. It's just, it, to me, it's the best time of year um, because it's not hot, it's not cold. And uh, it's just, I like this time of year. I like, I like the whole fall season, I like all the things that happen during the fall. Um, let's see. How did you set your calories macros? Any issues with all the additional tracking? So how I set my macros and my calories, it wasn't me. It was my friend, actually lighter Lisa. You could follow her on Instagram or go find her on Instagram. She's actually also a weight loss coach and you could sign up for her plan and she will help you with it as well. If anybody's interested, she's her clients are getting awesome results, and this is the program that she used after she hit a wall herself. Uh, you know, she was on the podcast uh, June first, actually. So if you go back to June first podcast, you can actually hear that story as well. Um, I was beating my head against the wall, and uh, Lisa reached out as a friend and said, "Listen, this is what I would do for a client if you want to try it." And me being so open minded as I am, I wasn't. I wasn't open minded at all. But I, I did it just out of you know nothing else was working. She had set me at 1,800 calories and gave me a macro uh, range of 35% carbs, 30% fat, and 35% protein. And now that might not work for everybody. So that's why I'm saying if you're really interested in it, I definitely sign up for Lisa's program and she could walk you through it uh, or do some research. Uh, everybody's different. That's not going to work for everybody. But that's how I, I, I got set up with that. And any issues with the additional tracking? No. You know what? At first, I thought it was going to be annoying. But I track as I as I cook and as I pack my my stuff for the day. So I get it all done at once and I'm done for the day. And no, it hasn't been an issue uh, because I'm seeing results with it. So when I when I see these results, I, I don't let it be an issue because it's 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 working. So it's worth the extra work. That's what I say with anything. And that's good. You know, let's we'll end on that note. You know, anything that's worth it is worth the extra work. Just let that sink in and resonate a little bit. 
I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 137 of the WW Bro Podcast. As always, coming live to you on Facebook Monday nights, 8 p.m., but always available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes and other podcast listening devices, Spotify. Um, we're on, what's the other? Oh, uh, iHeartRadio. Any place you get podcasts, you can find the podcast. But if you're going to rate and review on iTunes, please, five-star rate and review. I love reading and sharing them with everybody. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Absolutely love it. You can download it on iTunes as well. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. They're putting out new material all the time, or you can go to demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, there's only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and go get yourself an Uncle Cheese. That sandwich is named after me, by the way. Uncle Cheese. (laughs) Finsdeli.com. I want to thank everybody once again for tuning in. Special show next week. It's going to be a surprise. But there will be a special show next week, so we will not be live at 8 p.m. next week. But I will post the video for it again. But it will be live actually Saturday at some point. Look for the live video. But there is a surprise podcast episode next week for 138. A very special one. A good buddy of mine is uh, moving to the other side of the country. So we're going to do a little go away party for him. So definitely check that out next week. So I will not be live next week. But we will be live on Saturday at some point. So definitely check that out. September 12th. Have a good week, everybody. If you have any questions about that, please DM me. You can follow me on Instagram at ComicAnthonyD or the podcast at WW Bro Podcast. Enjoy your week, everybody. <laughs>